Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all. The glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Happy holidays, cover to cover listeners. Would you like to see me live and in person? Come up, say hi, touch me. I'll be at the Rec Room in Huntington Beach, California this Friday the 13th with Alex Kahn. You can come see us both. That's very rare that the two of us are in the same building at the same time. Minneapolis, Minnesota. I don't know about this one. Fourth floor of the Mall of America. You know where it is. House of Comedy, December 19th, 20th, and 21st. I will be there. You people better start buying tickets because I'm coming and I'm excited about it. And let's have fun in the mall in December in Minneapolis. Arts Quest, Steel Stacks, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. One show, one night, December 27th. Arts Quest, Steel Stacks. You know what I'm talking about. Just at Howie Mandel Comedy Club, just added. Atlantic City, New Jersey, January 6th through the 9th. McGuire's Governors, back in my hometown of Long Island, January 10th and 11th. Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines Funny Bone, January 16th, 17th, and 18th. Just added. Fort Worth, Texas next year. A bunch more coming next year. If you people come. If you don't come, then I'm out of the fucking business. Everybody, it's time for another episode of Cover to Cover. Holiday shopping, oh. traffic. Static and traffic. I hate that. Mm, that doesn't really rhyme, but okay, that's fine. Tell us what's going to make it rhyme. Just like magic. Ooh, now it's getting fun. Oh, this is fun. This is a Mariah Carey type of Christmas song. Yeah. Jingle. Oh, let me hear it. Where the people would come to dance under sparkles and lights. 
All righty. This is Taylor Swift's Christmas song, everybody. Christmas Tree Farm? Is that what it's called, Alex? Christmas Tree Farm. I mean, are you? has this put you in the holiday spirit? Uh, tremendously so. It has, right? Yeah. You've done a lot of jobs over the years, it seems like. Have you ever worked at a Christmas tree farm? Never have. I've worked a ton of Black Friday. I've done a lot of retail, so... Yes, but you never actually worked at a Christmas tree farm where you've come and and you saw off the bottom portion of the tree for people so it gets more water. No, did you do that when you... I never did. I always had a fantasy of working at a Christmas tree farm, but never actually made it happen. Uh, But according to Taylor Swift, there seems to be a place to be, Christmas tree farms. Well, she doesn't go to the ones that I go to where the methed out kids stuff's in the back of your car, but that'd be a good verse in this song. Ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh. Wow. All right. All righty. I think it's pretty good. That sounds like Taylor Swift. She can't miss this girl. You know, she is she is the queen of all. Qu- I just read that her tour was the biggest grossing tour of last year. Some hundred and seventy-two million dollars or something. Her tour, Get it. so she just cannot be stopped. Why I don't understand why, like some guy. So she, she, I don't know what guy she has at this point. I don't know if there is any at all. But I mean, why can't somebody just she lock somebody down? I mean, she is good looking. She's talented. She seems like she's kind of fun. I guess I don't know if you like that. You know, Christiany vibe that she gives off. And she's, you know, millions and millions of dollars. Like, why isn't everybody going for her? Like, why, like Pete Davidson, everybody's jumping on this Pete Davidson. Why isn't everyone jumping on this, this Taylor Swift? Not that Pete Davidson's probably got a couple of bucks and he seems like an okay guy. But this girl is just, I mean, she is a catch. Am I wrong, Alex? You know what? I've. I it, on surface it looks like so. Oh, but you think who, it might think it might be more maybe than meets be, the eye behind closed doors, not sexually. Just maybe when you get home, maybe there's a lot of yelling. Maybe there's maybe oh, she's abusive. Wow. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Alex has just ruined Christmas tree farm for everybody <laughs> when she goes home from the Christmas tree farm and beats her husband, beats her children before yeah, she puts their yeah. gifts wow. under the. <laughs> so, but I think she's a catch. Don't listen to Alex. He he thinks she's got. Uh, Can I uh, go ahead? So, did you hear about this Pete Davidson NDA thing? Yeah. Yes, I did. He's Do you, doing an NDA on on on, on jokes, right? You, if you go to his his you have shows, to sign an NDA, you have to yeah. sign an, a million million dollar NDA, which is a per. Here's the thing: what it does, and it's a good idea. The NDA basically stops these people from posting on Instagram and Facebook. It clips from the show video and it's great because mm. what they'll do is they'll post it and then these people say you owe me a million dollars not that anybody who goes to the Pete Davidson show could afford a million dollars but I guess it's a lawsuit you don't want to have and it'll, it'll make you second guess taking out your phone and videotaping him so it's, a, it's not a bad idea yeah yeah. it's probably as effective as uh, as Yonder is as so. those bags yeah they, yeah, they put for, for those of you who don't know Alex likes to do uh, stand up I... comedy talk and I tell him not to every time I'm sorry. but this is a good story no yeah. this is a stand up comedy story in the news yeah. But these bags that Alex is talking, they're called Yonder bags. And yeah. they are they put you guys kind of know you all know what they are. They put your phone in a bag and, and, and lock it up so you can't get it out. In certain comedy clubs or and certain comics like it to be done, like Dave Chappelle's and stuff. If they're releasing stuff, they don't want you to they're about to tape it. And if you come to any of my shows, bring bring out your fucking phone. I don't care. Just videotape all you want. Text your kids in the front row. I don't give a shit. Uh, I know you you people have no attention span and and you can't be off the phone for any more than 10 seconds. So 
Uh, yeah, but but uh, I, I'm all. For, I, I just don't understand this Pete Davidson. Like every, I, I must have Googled him in, or at one time or another. So now every, I get like Google alerts or something on, on, and it seems like there's a different news story about him every 15 minutes. Like today, I'm not kidding. He's going out this this Randy Gerber and Cindy Crawford's daughter. Her name is Kai Gerber. She's beautiful. This looks like exactly like Cindy Crawford, and she's 20 years old or something like that. 19. And uh, that's his girlfriend. And today, the story was this is a, this is a legitimate news source. I think it was like the New York Daily News or whatever. And it said they they braved the New York City cold to head out to get coffee today. Oh, the two man. of them, Pete Davidson and you know, that's, Kai Gerber. I think that's how you pronounce it. Who the hell Kai. gets coffee in December? Well, they they did. Those two huh. crazy fucks went out and got some coffee. And they braved the cold, so like many of you did. But nobody cares about you people because you're real people. And somebody you, that's gross. You might have lost a toe. In the cold today, and no I one know. cares. Yeah, as long no, as you- not these two, not Kai Gerber and uh, Kai, and uh, and Pete, Pete Davidson. Davidson. Good, more power to them. Uh, the two most mispronounced names of the year uh, for every. I guess people have to speak on air, like myself. I I fuck up a lot of words. Uh, I forget a lot of things. I fuck up a lot of words. But uh, I guess somebody tracks this sort of thing, and. The uh, the most tongue twisting names for television presenters uh, that that the, they most struggled most with. You know what they were, Which and ones? we've discussed both of them on this podcast. And I think I've nailed both of these names without so without problems. Rajanowski, Emily Rajanowski. No, I, that should be one <laughs> because that one is impossible. No one even tries. No, she. Uh, it is Takashi six nine. Takashi six nine. Yeah. So you you already said that I'm saying it wrong. So it's Takashi like. That's what I said. No, you said Takashi. Oh, I (laughs) Takashi. Takashi. Like he's your like he's your sensei. Like you like you're bowing. Okay, so Takashi six nine. I wonder if when people say sixty nine, if that's considered wrong. Oh, you might be right. Like I wonder how many of those are people. You know what? I'll read on and let you know. Professional captioners. Oh, it's tough for professional captioners, the Mm. people who are doing it. They don't know what to write. Write six nine or sixty nine or the U.S. captioning company, which subtitles events on Tuesday, released the vocabulary most fudged in 2019 by U.S. news captioners. Reporters had trouble with the names of a teenage environmental activist, Greta Thunberg. Thunberg. You're right. Thunberg. Thunberg. Oh, is it Thunberg? They have it pronounced. They have it written out phonetically here, and it's it's according to this, it is Greta. Greta Thunberg. I want to hear Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. The Kashi 69. Greta Thunberg. So everybody's fucked that up because that's it's it's actually pronounced Greta Thunberg and not one person has said it that way. And Democratic presidential candidate Pete. Uh, uh, Pete. Bootajig. Bootajig. Yeah, yeah. We, we've been saying that one correctly. Yeah. Other tongue twisters included Turkey's president. Oh, well, why would anyone want to say that? <laughs> Recep Tayyip Erdogan. Oh, okay. Erdog- Erdogan. Okay, yeah. yeah, as well as a gangster rapper. I think it's Erdogan, I believe. Erdogan. Erdogan. You, you are. You, you're exactly right. That's, it's pronounced phonetically and it says worldly. Erdogan. Yes, yeah. you got it. Uh, that's also a very expensive grocery store here yeah. in, uh, in Los Angeles, uh, Erdogan. Uh, as well as a gangster turned rapper turned snitch. Now here it is. Here it is pronounced phonetically. Are you ready? Okay. Taka, Takashi. You're right. Six, nine, nine. <laughs> they have the Y. Okay, so we we've they been want saying, you to know. I think we've been doing pretty good on that. Outside of the uh, gr- uh, I like to Greta Thunberg. 
Great I like to tune to, back. I like to picture like Glenn, the the teleprompter, like just trying to. It's like, who's oh, this Takashi? Just sitting six, in the editing bay yeah, somewhere. Sixty nine. Anyway, so those are the most mispronounced names of the year. I think we've nailed them on this show. So we're you're crushing. Not gonna get it. us. Uh, I got Erdogan. You got Greta. You've been calling I did not her Greta. Get Greta. I, I did not. But I'm glad we brought it up. Do you have a little clip yeah, that we could play? I do. Of, I do. Uh, okay. For those of you who don't know, Greta uh, Thunberg. This is a little clip from Greta Thunberg. Listen to her. People are suffering. People are dying. Not exactly. Taylor Swift. You know what I'm saying? She's not singing about Christmas tree lots. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction, okay. and all you can talk about is money. No, we talk about other things. We don't talk, talk about money. We talk about uh, music. How yeah, dare we talk you? about music. We talk about different uh, animals that are that, that you don't think are going to go together, but they go together. So uh, Greta Thunberg, don't say I only talk about money, or we only talk about money, because I talk about ra- ra- okay. We, uh, thank you, Greta. Thank you, Greta. I'm sorry, oh, I'm oh, saying oh, it wrong, oh, so oh. she's not listening. Thank oh. you, Greta. Oh, oh, okay. Thank you, Greta. <laughs> I wasn't a good well, listener. Well, that is the reason. The reason why I bring that up uh, is because that is Greta Thunberg, and she is uh, Time Magazine's Person of the Year. She has been voted as of today Time Magazine's Person of the Year, beating out uh, you know Donald Trump, beating out some some big people over Lori Laughlin, Lori Laughlin, uh, Olivia Jade. She beat out <laughs> a lot of people, and she. I guess we all know who she is. She is mm-hmm. a an environmental activist. Who I believe is sixteen. Uh, she's sixteen. She'll be seventeen on January third. People, uh, is that right? Yep, January third. She's around the corner. Oh, okay, so that's her birthday's coming up. Yeah, uh, she's a teenage environmental activist. Such it a doesn't Capricorn. Where she's from though. Is she a Swedish, article. I believe? Swedish no. or Dutch or something. She, uh, she's yeah. from one of those places that takes boats. So. Yeah, well, she, that's her thing. She takes boats everywhere to go scream at, at you know, uh, heads of, of countries about how they're polluting the world. And, that, uh, you know, great. Good for her. But she, you know, she's got, she looks like she's, you know, uh, but she's got a mission. She's on a mission. She, she is So Swedish, she's got no yeah. time for laughter or jokes mm-hmm. or things that most 16-year-old girls would be into. She's not... You don't see her TikToking. You know, she's not TikToking songs about the environment. She is screaming in people's faces about, you know, d- about carbon emissions. And and then she tells them she gets on w- the boat again and four months later shows up at another one. So she literally does take like a slow boat to wherever she's going. And because I just read that she just left the UN from her, that speech you just heard. She's in passage. Yeah, to- no, she's landed finally four <laughs> months later. But that speech you just heard was from the a UN speech that she had made. And, um, and then she got on a boat and she went across to, I think, somewhere in Europe to, to scream more at these, you know, adults who are, who are fucking up her world, she says. And that there could be some truth to that, you know. But. I read today that they're they are no longer going to they're going to try they're trying to outlaw not only we have the straws and we have and we've you know we've we've beaten that one to death the, the straw ban and it's getting I mean now you there's no straws anywhere no at least here in Los Angeles and not only in Lo, I, I travel around a lot they and, just make new lids now yeah, well, <laughs> I, I know make... there's plastic everywhere but you know what that's yeah. the joke you know they put the, oh but no I just yeah. mean they have like new shapes we you're just right. go, yeah. Uh, but the other thing they're trying to now I heard ban is um <clears throat> as glitter. <laughs> glitter I guess is, is doesn't never goes away. Like and there's you probably don't think about glitter much, but it never goes away. Like it's probably around forever and eventually just seeps into the oceans and and then fish eat it and and glitter is what's it it, made out of well it's made out of plastic I think oh, okay. and, you know so it's plastic as anything else. You know what else I read that they were trying to get rid of. 
You ever, you ever wash your face like a scrub, like a yeah. you know one of those peach like an exfoliating? Like, there you go. They say those are just little pl- plastic balls. I believe that. Yeah, and yeah. I thought they were more. I thought they were, I thought they were like little stones or something that would just you know, uh, you know, I don't know, fucking dis- disperse. Yeah, they just into the water, but they're yeah, not. They're no. little plastic balls that are rubbing on my face, and they say those are a problem in the ocean. But isn't everything, the whole world is plastic. Mm -hmm. Every single thing. I know we talk about this a ton on the show. We're we're creatures of destruction. That's what we like to do. We're on the eve of destruction. That's a real depressing song that I used to sing. Uh, So anyway, that's- uh, You sound like Greta Thunberg. I sound like- We're on the eve of destruction. This is about destruction and- yeah, but so she's Time Magazine's Person of the Year. People love her, man. Did you know that last year Scripps National Spelling Bee uh, had an eight-way tie? Did we talk about that on the podcast? We I think may we, I have. think we glazed over yes. it. There was an eight-way tie. Every All eight were Indian kids. Yeah, we did yeah, talk about which that. Which is amazing to me. I mean, they, they have just cornered the market on this on this spelling. I don't the, know why they're so good at it. It's like the the African guys with the with the with the uh, marathons. Mm-hmm. Like for whatever I think reason, you're say Bob Sledding. <laughs> no, well that too in, in that one movie. But for whatever reason, there's a very small area of of Africa where these people adjust. They win every single mm-hmm. marathon, and it's amazing that that's the case. And now, same thing with this with these spelling bees. The Indian kids have just got it. They they they're doing it so. Because of there was an eight-way tie last year, they they are making some changes to the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Um, six months after the contest ended, amid organizers running out of words difficult enough to trip up the see they didn't have any, they couldn't trip these kids up. That's mm-hmm. why eight of them won. Mm-hmm. There were eight kids who knew how to spell every single word. So now the B uh, is reducing uh, by half the number of wild card entrants. I don't know what, how you get in. It means white entrance. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, those white kids are too stupid. The there was one white kid. He's like, like number nine. He was in the yeah. He was in the mix for a little while. Yeah, but you know he was having he was blinking and fainting. There was a kid who fainted. So a lot of there's a lot of fainting going on during the spelling bee. I don't know if it's high pressure. I never fainted in my life. Thank God. I remember during like uh, if any if any of you guys ever spent any time in in the co- school like choir or chorus, which I, if you did, my apologies, but I did. And then every Christmas around this time of year or in currently, you would have like a Christmas concert and uh, you would be on a thing called risers. You ever get on those? Mm-hmm. Like a steps where, yeah. you know, kids would say the taller kids would stand on top or, or maybe down at the bottom. I forget how it went. Yeah. Anyway, you get the idea. And every now and again, we would get to do one of these concerts at the Smith Haven Mall, which was Ooh. our mall in our neighborhood. That, and, uh, the Ronkonkoma? It was Ronkonkoma, Lake Grove, which was a okay. neighboring town. It was in, actually in Lake Grove. It's a little bit better now than it was. Now it's got a, they, they threw a uh, cheesecake factory in there and people go nuts for it. Mm-hmm. Used to be back. Is the mall know. still around? Oh, yeah, yeah it's still oh, yeah. around. It's, not, it's, it's, it's one that seems to thrive a bit still, you know, under when a lot of them are not. This yeah. one seems to still go. Because people, you know, they, they go to get the cheesecake factory. I went to the mall I used to work at the other yeah. day, and it was this like yeah, some of them are every really sad. store. There might have been ten stores sign. left. Yeah, I know it's unbelievable. And I, I, as I once again, I say this all the time. It's it's a very sad thing to see. Yeah. And we we we're joking about it, but it, someday we're gonna open our eyes, like Greta Thunberg told us, and we're all we're talking about is money. Oh, you kind of just and just, and <laughs> and we're gonna open our eyes, and everything's gonna be. We're all just gonna be sitting in the house, not talking to each. Other, mm-hmm. I just, but I, I, I hope Greta Thunberg. That's her next thing that she mm-hmm. tries to. She starts opening uh, Foot Locker's back up. 
Dude, no, I think so. she can do it, actually. Mm-hmm. He's person of the year. She fucking better do something to... Uh, so anyway, that's uh, they are going to um, limit the groups of, of who's... D- don't win. The regional spelling bee will mean 400 total spellers. Oh, 500, they normally have 562. Now they're going to have 400. So mm-hmm. that's basically... That was a long way of reading for me to get to that. They're knocking off 162, which that doesn't solve well, I'm the glad problem. We, I'm glad we came to a solution on spelling bees. And now I know last week we talked about word of the year. We talked about the word existential was mm-hmm. word of the year. And that was according, according to dictionary.com. Yeah. Now, what I had done was you you had told me the meaning of existential. We talked about it a bit. I still we had trouble wrapping wrong. my head around yeah. the word. And I said to myself, it's it's too big a word. It's too big a word for dummies like me. And most of America is being dumb. I said, I, I don't like the, it's too big a word. So we, were, we jumped the gun. We went with dictionary.com's word of the year. So now the the people who really aren't responsible for you know any word Merriam Webster yeah. dictionary, uh, they have come up with their word of the year, and it is uh, they. They is the word of the year according to uh, Merriam Webster. They have declared the personal pronoun their word of the year based on 313% increase in lookups on the company's site this year when when compared with 2000 you know who had to look it up every parent of of a of a non-binary yeah. uh, child who screamed at them like, you know, cre- know don't call me that mom and dad i'm not a he or a she i'm a th- uh, i'm a they I'm and a, then and yeah. then the parents went oh no and then oh. they went and looked up they so like, every one of, a z in it every one of those 313 <laughs> percent were parents of, of non-binary children who were screaming about um, uh, uh, lexographers monitor spikes and searches oh that's the person who, who followed them and Indian six-month-olds <laughs> they got an early start last January with the rise of model Oslo Grace on top fashion runways oh she was a a, a non-binary person on on yes did she call for people to look it up I, she maybe she did mm-hmm. when she when she got to the end of the runway said look up like, I am not a man or woman you better Google it and feel like although she better. has a name that's both yeah Oslo Grace that's a, that's a nice name actually mm-hmm. uh, North Carolina uh, transgender non-binary word of the year runners up you want to hear the word of the year runners up yeah okay quid pro quo because yes. of all the shit we're in currently and of course impeach uh, crawdad <laughs> that's like a little shrimp or it's something like a, yeah yeah okay damn uh egregious okay clemency because they've been hearing it a lot on on uh probably in the news yeah, yeah. Right, these are right. all words that are on the news too much here's a word that uh, i mean uh, why is this the i mean isn't, the. isn't that the fucking word that is the word that mm-hmm. i just said it yeah in, in the word i said the fucking word and snitty what the hell does that mean s-n-i-t-t-y s-n-i-t-t-y snitty what is that when you or sneeze what? on your titties? Maybe. Oh, you just snittied yourself. You got snot on your tits. <laughs> you snittied. You snittied. Well, snitty. What does it say? Um, what, how, adjective. What? Okay. Um, agitated or annoyed. There's no point getting snitty about the weather. It's almost like a nice way of saying shitty. Like, don't you don't have to be shitty about. You don't have to be snitty. You don't have snitty. To, I never heard that word I before. I cannot believe it's in the top. Of, how how did that get in the top? I wonder if it was like somebody on a TV show or something used it, and a bunch of people were like, "Is that a thing?" Like, now I'm going to try and read read you. Uh, oh, let's. See, I'm going to try and read you a story. Now, bear with me, okay? 
This is uh, this has to do with a Me Too movement, which has been huge this year and last year. Mm-hmm. Okay, has to do with ball- ballet. Still, you still with me? Yep. Broadway. So all, I mean, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, so now with that, there's a woman by the name of uh, well, no, that's the guy's name, or maybe they don't say her name. Oh yeah, Alexandra Waterbury. Uh, and she was a dancer, and she, uh, Alexander, Alexandra Waterbury says that this dancer, Amar Ramasar, who is the star of uh, West Side Story uh, on Broadway, which just opened on Broadway, she says he uh, me tooed her, and she wrote that she's not protesting because of uh, it's my friend. Oh, she she's not pro- the New York City Ballet. She says that the, the dancers, all the dancers in the New York City Ballet, handed around naked pictures of her to each other. And she's saying this guy, this uh, Amar Ramasar, who is a uh, currently playing uh, in West Side Story, uh, is is a is a he plays Bernardo in the musical classic, uh, was a Me Tooer and should not be allowed on Broadway. So there you go. That's I mean it's it's everywhere. Just when you thought all male uh, male ballet dancers, I don't. I guess maybe they're not gay because I'm thinking of Michelle Baryshnikov and Alexander Gudnov the guy who plays the bad guy in Die Hard. He was a very famous ballet dancer, and uh, neither one of them were gay, and this guy certainly doesn't seem gay, so maybe they're not. Maybe um, ballet dancers were... Anyway, that was an interesting Maybe story. that's been like the... I don't know, yeah. There's some shit going down. You know, the Me Too... They, the, the Harvey Weinstein just uh, had to pay out. He, he They announced today that he paid out. You know, he's going to pay these people $75 million or something. And then, so they had him going into court today on a walker. He's got like he's real looks real feeble now. But I think they do that to, to they, so like they walker get it up. Yeah, yeah, walker it up. Drag he, a drag a bad leg. But in. he had the walker, which I still don't understand. We have done. I mean, the, the the technology that we've come up with over the years, whether it be the smartphone, like we could literally, if you choose to look up anything. I mean, Alex doesn't, but you could. You could literally Google anything I just, within seconds. Have the answer. How to do you any spell Ramazar? I looked. I tried. I failed. I'm <laughs> anyway, sorry. Anyway, you could look up anything within seconds, and, and that's just the, the least of the technology. I'm talking about Teslas and everything. But yet, you see, you see this Harvey Weinstein walking into this thing with a walker, still with the tennis balls on the end of the walker. <laughs> so he does, you, you, he's got two little tennis balls on the back of the walker. And I'm like, we have not come up with a better way to make these walkers a little more quiet on the sidewalk than t- you're going to let these old fucking people stick a knife into a tennis ball. And st- still, we have not come up with a better way than two tennis balls on the end of a walker. It's unbelievable to me. Even Harvey Weinstein, one of the richest Hollywood power producers in the world, couldn't get anything more than two fucking tennis balls on the end it's of it. It's so funny seeing a picture of a bunch of people wearing black suits yeah. and stepping out of a nice courtroom. It's a lot of brown wood, and then there's some metal toads, and then there's just green tennis balls. Tennis balls on his on his thing. Oh, and, It's silly. And it's just, like the picture is so... If you believe in karma or choose to believe in it or don't believe in it, there's no more karma-y picture than that picture. Like, eventually, it comes around. It will may take a while, but it comes around and it fucks you hard. And this guy is now gone from wherever he was at one time in his life, the king of Hollywood, doing whatever he did to you know women. Now he's fucking feeble 
and old and uh, you know big fucking fat guy dragging around two tennis balls through the streets of New York City in in and out of courthouses. I mean that's fucking brutal. Toast to the good life. What are you gonna do? It's over. It's over for him now. Fuck him. Here's some exciting news that as as we as we end the decade, uh, some stars are bringing back the belly chain. I believe the belly chain is coming back, and because of the belly chain coming back, they're saying that also low rise jeans will eventually come back. Do you remember in the two thousands? I mean, I think it was like two thousand nineteen ninety nine two thousand. Uh, the the low rise jeans. Every girl had them like right down, right the, there. That crack of the ass was coming out. Mm-hmm. It was like Paris Hilton and everybody and everybody. Uh, heeled flip-flops, all that stuff. So now the belly chain is coming back. Kylie Jenner, Bella Hadid, uh, Beyonce, all wearing oh. one right now. So they're like, is, that, is it because of that? Does that mean, you know, are we going to get the low-rise jeans coming back again in, in the uh, 2020s? Yeah, 2020s. You bet. So uh, I say bring it back. I'm all for it. I like the low-rise jean. I like that era. I like mm-hmm. that time. I... Uh, I, I don't know if I've told you this, Alex. A lot of people are doing these 10-year challenges. They're putting up their picture from, from 2000, 2010. 2009. 2009. Mm-hmm. All right. Now they're putting their picture of 2019. Yeah, whatever. You yeah. know what I mean. 10 yeah. years. Yeah. The end of the decade. This is, I started here. Here I am here. You know, Whether it be better or worse, in, in some cases, who knows? Uh, Four my, kids. Yeah. Who knows? That yeah. could be the case. In, in my case, it was... Uh, I... Like, I don't know if it was too... Yeah, maybe it wasn't them, but I mean, my be- I, 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 like people, we t- that, like, I look better now, I look better then, I look better, the best I've ever looked. I don't know the best you've ever looked, Alex. I've seen older pictures of you. You you might be hitting your stride right now. That's a good, yeah. It, it's I've, a good time right now. Good. That's it's only good getting worse. Yeah. Cause I, cause what happened to me was I, um, did the highlights, had the highlights. That's, that's when I was at my best. Highlights, tan. I used to wear a mesh shirt. I had a mesh shirt. It was long sleeve. A lot of people say, oh, a mesh shirt, like a short sleeve mesh half shirt that you sometimes see athletes wear. It's hard to say the year. I was never good at that, okay. but I think I took it a little too far. It started out in 99 probably. I probably should have ended in, in 2000 maybe, if that. If it, it, But I took it much you know, beyond that. Uh, but it was my best look. It was my hottest look. And I'm looking back. At you know, reading this article about the belly chain, I'm looking back at the, at the low rise jeans and the belly chain and that era, and they have they're showing Aaliyah, Christina Aguilera, and Nelly Furtado all in 2000 with the low rise, and every one of them looks amazing. So mm-hmm. I think we bring it back. I, I think it's a do. hot look, and uh, I would like I would like it to come back. So all the girls who the model uh, later there, anyone who's wearing the belly chain, Kylie Jenner, Bella Hadid, paired oh they paired their bathing suits with the belly chain this summer. Uh, Jenner, 22, similarly slung a whisper-thin, diamond-studded style beneath her swimwear during a recent beach vacation. Um, Kylie, uh, she was on a trip to Turks and Caicos with her friends, and uh, she put on the belly chain. So there you have it. Yeah. Would you like, be excited if that came back for I'm t- 2000? Extremely 20? excited. I yeah. do miss, uh, I remember when High Waisted started coming in. I was I was an early naysayer. Yeah. Of that. I, was I like, think a no. lot of people were. And, I mean, uh, I was in high school during the Hollister era where it was Hollister, like, yeah. That yeah, was, yeah. Like all the girls that didn't talk to me. They all wore low-rise jeans. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'm just a... Uh, it was a hot look. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, bring that back. Let's get that back for t- uh, 2020. Um, I'm excited. Some other things you'd like to see come back for 2020? Anything? You know, um, 
<laughs> I'm <laughs> no, no. Yeah, uh, purpose. Uh, probably from the same exact era of belly chains. I want the exposed thong side yeah, coming up to they the. They used to call it a whale tail. Oh I believe, yeah, yeah, when yeah. You saw that come out. That was like yeah. J Lo was that big was on that yeah. one. That's what I want to uh, see. Sure, not really. Why I don't not? Know. Why not? You know Jennifer Meyer is? I don't. Jennifer Meyer is a oh, friend. Wait. She's a friend of Meghan Markle. She's oh, a friend okay. of Meghan Markle. She's also the uh, daughter of a very powerful Hollywood executive named Ron Meyer. I think he runs Universal Studios. And uh, she is also a jewelry designer, of course, because when you're born to a rich family and you have nothing else to do in life, <laughs> you, don't you get a real you job. Jewel, yeah, you get you do jewelry design. But I guess she's given a lot of these jewel these the jewelry that she's designed to Meghan Markle over the years. Mm-hmm. So now she has a website. Uh, and she's selling this jewelry for, I guess, a lot of money, some of them, and, but she keeps showing pictures of Meghan Markle wearing it from a long time ago and saying, hey, look, Meghan. So the Buckingham Palace just cracked down yesterday saying, take this stuff down or we'll sue you. You can no longer show pictures of Meghan Markle wearing your shit jewelry because now she's the princess and we don't want her hawking jewelry on your website. So <laughs> that's not, that's not Jennifer that's Meyer tacky. has to deal with adversity for the first time in her life <laughs> and take down a few pictures of, she's uh, texting Meghan. Meghan L- <laughs> right. Really? So that's, uh, that's, and I, I mentioned earlier about glitter going out of style and, uh, I don't know then because what I, I don't know if you, Alex, did you have a stocking at your house for the holiday? Because we're in the Christmas season right now. Did you have a stock? Did the family have stocking? Yeah, we all had our specific ones. We had okay. our names on. Okay, them. now you, but now on your name, you had the, so you had the red stocking with the white fur at the top, right? Like everybody mm-hmm. has. Yeah. And then on, I want, yeah. your name was written on it. It was probably written in glue and glitter. Am I correct in mm-hmm. that? You yeah. Go, or did you have something better than that? Did you have I think, an iron-on name or something like no, that? No, I think it was glue and glitter, but I think it was like one of those pens that specifically glue oh, glitters. Oh, see, that's, yeah. that's you're much My younger. mom was a teacher. She was fancy. Oh, okay. Well, well school most supplies. of the time you would go to the mall, mm-hmm. Smith Haven Mall, once again, the one I was referencing earlier that I went to. Uh, now they have a Cheesecake Factory in it now. Cheesecake Factory is pretty good. Let me tell you what they do over there. Um, a lot of you probably saying, hey, you know what? You know what's good? Chicken wings. You know what's good with chicken wings? Blue cheese. And it, sometimes you have to take pick up the chicken wing and put it in the blue cheese or ranch, your choice. Uh, no, not anymore. Not at, uh, not at ch- st- this cheesecake factory. What they do at cheesecake factory is they have this item. I forget what it's called. Buffalo blast. That's what oh. it's called. They take, they take, <laughs> so it's the, like a mountain dew. They take the Buffalo chicken wing and they, and they stuff the blue cheese inside That's it. It's disgusting. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about picking up two things anymore. Fuck well, that. So that's the kind. But it, that sounds see, like the it, kind of thing you would get at like a Seven Eleven. Though you <laughs> get it at the fucking Cheesecake Factory, Smith Haven Mall. Anyway, you'd go to Smith Haven Mall. You'd, you'd order your. There'd be a guy behind a you know counter, and you would say, oh, "My name's Chris," and he'd go, "Okay," and he'd take out Elmo's glue and he'd you know write mm. Chris and a cursive. Is that script? We used to say script. Cursive that, yeah. So script. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and then if you just apply some glitter to it, shake off the excess glitter, that glitter would go into the sewers, out to a fish, and that f- fish has been swimming around for the last 40 years with glitter in its gills, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, but but I would have a, a, a nice stocking to hang by the chimney with care in mm-hmm. hopes that St. Nicholas would soon be there. Yeah. Uh, but now, because there's no glitter, what what how are they going to fucking put their names on the stocking? Do, as, not a lot of people have embroidery money. See what I'm saying? No. That's a lot of money to get em, your name embroidered on the stocking, which would be the way that Greta Thunberg 
would like you to do it. She'd probably like you to just hand sew it. Yeah, yeah. Greta Thunberg does not have a stocking uh, hanging no. by her chimney. She does not because by her chimney because that just emits, yeah. you know, black carbon. She can into the see air. it. Yeah, and, and she doesn't want that. So mm. she. So anyway, that I'm curious as to how without glitter how they're going to have uh, stockings. That's my one concern. I, like that's the only time I've seen glitter in a while is is on a stocking. Well, I think it's time to, you know, to innovate a little. We got to change the stocking game. All right. Well, I think you should get on the uh, forefront of that. Bring back, if, do two things. Bring back uh, the, uh, short jeans or the, you know, the low, low rise. rise jeans and bring back uh, fucking something other than glitter on stockings. Uh, we're going to make it through this episode, everybody. You're probably sitting there right now going, God, are they going to make it through? Because I feel like Chris is petering out right now talking about glitter. Let me just give you a little backstory on tonight's performance uh, here. Uh, we, I've just come from Lights Out with David Spade. I was taping it just now with Stasi Schroeder. I know a lot of you guys know who that is because you are Juicy Scoopers. And she is on a show called uh, Vanderpump Rules. Ooh. So I was on with her. And uh, I don't know her at all, but we had a nice chat backstage about... <laughs> Uh, and she was wonderful. She was actually a very sweet person. Is she so, a comedian? No, she's not a comedian, mm-hmm. but she was. She, she handled herself perfectly yeah. fine. She was. She was good. Personality. I was on with Brad Williams and her and Spade, of course, and you know we all handled well. She was very good. So, uh, but I was curious as to how, uh, and I'm sure you people probably know how this happened. But as a guy who waited tables and bartended for many many years, I wanted to know if. Now, I'll just give you a quick backstory on what Vanderpump Rules is, Alex. Uh, okay. Probably, are you familiar with it? I, I'm a little yeah. familiar. They're a staff at a, at, a, at a restaurant, and then they- Sir, they, right? Yeah, sir. And I think there's a few other ones now. Yeah. This woman, Lisa Vanderpump, runs restaurants. Mm-hmm. And what they did was they brought a camera crew into these restaurants to make a reality show about the restaurant business. That's how it began. It's become much bigger than that now with all different offshoots. But it began with a reality show in a restaurant. And I was curious as to- if this Stasi Schroeder or anybody on the show was actually a waiter or waitress or bartender in that place for real, mm-hmm. like, or were they cast to be part of this show? Yeah. But she tells me, so we had a little chat backstage. She tells me that she was just a waitress at this restaurant, you know, came to LA to be an actress like myself or anybody else here, got a job as a way and- you know, she was an attractive girl, probably had a personality. So when they went in to do a reality show about this restaurant, they said, this girl's going to be the one, one of mm-hmm. our people that we, you know, they, you don't see them. They don't really focus a lot on uh, Jaime, the, the 68 year old bus boy. Uh, Ooh, you know what, you know what I'm my saying? Favorite. Yeah, me too. But yeah. you know, he's not really in Vanderpump Rules. He was a bus boy when you could like pinch asses. Right. Like- oh, you, 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 I, if you ever feel... Like uh, you down on yourself if you're a woman. <laughs> if you're a, a woman, yeah, just walk boy. through the kitchen of any restaurant in the country, and they will let you know you look fucking. You look good. fantastic. You look fine. Mm-mm. And then try, if you try to explain to them that you can't say that in this, you know, uh, economic this time that we're in, go, oh, these, these sensitive times, they you, you they can't wrap their head around. Like, no. What do you mean? Uh, you like you can't say she has a nice ass, but but she has a nice ass. Yeah, I know, but you can't say that. So you, you can't say it anymore. Anyway, I feel like they should go. They should do a thing called Vanderpump Rules Back of the House and just do a whole other one with just like <laughs> the bus boys and the cooks and the dishwashers. I feel it'd be a hell of a Anyway, they, they chose not to do that. So this is Stassi Schroeder, 
was an actual waitress. You should bartender. make a show called Back a House. I, I, I <laughs> got to write this. And uh, and and so that's what I, I learned that today. We're listening to Stassi Schroeder. She was a very sweet girl, and we had a nice time. And you know, not attractive and all that, and and did fine on the show. So that's my Stassi Schroeder nice. backstory. Uh, so then I came right because then we had to shoot this tonight at seven o'clock, and to get it released like within an hour within the next for you few. people to get Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. So I ran right from. Lights out with David Spade, still in my TV makeup, and uh, and popped right oh, in. Oh, is that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I wiped a I little bit. I was thinking of you were off. glowing today. Thank you very much. I wiped a little bit off, but not enough. I, I try to. I like to keep a little on. Why not? If I'm going to have it on, I might as well keep it for you know a photo op or two. I did a couple of uh, I did a couple of cameos while I was in my my TV makeup. Mm. So these people got an extra special twenty five dollar cameo in my. Do they TV have filters makeup. on cameo? They don't, which they is really them. hurting me. Actually, <laughs> I know, I know. I gotta tell you, I have. Fa- I'm trying to find like the proper lighting for it because I I do it in my garage now because it seems to be the best lighting. But this no filter thing is fucking killing me, man. It's, it's a yeah, crusher. They need to, if they want me to continue doing these uh, these cameos, they got to put a filter they on. Bring that. a filter in, yeah. Yeah, because it's it's rough. How the hell is Caitlin making it? Oh, well, did you hear about this poor Caitlin? No. Thank you for bringing that up, Alex. This Caitlin. This she, poor Caitlin. She didn't win this uh, the, so I'm a Celebrity Get, get me, me Out, out of here. here. She came in like second or third or whatever, which is, which is they got what they needed out of her. They yeah. got all the, you know, the press that they wanted. If she wasn't on the show, not, not one person would have talked about it mm-hmm. outside of the, the people who, the countries that the celebrities that were from. But yeah. this got like worldwide press because of Caitlin. So Caitlin comes popping out of the jungle, you know, a loser. So she's got to, you know, walk out. I think they take walk out on their own at that point, you know. So she's walks out. She gets out into the, you know, wherever, greeting everybody, and there's no of the no no nobody's no there. No, her family's not there. Nobody. Oh. None of the Kardashians. None of none of her, her his daughters. No Kylie. No Kendall. No Kim or, or any. What about Sophia? No. Well, hi here. Okay, so hang on, hang on. So, uh, so she comes out and she's like, well, where the fuck is everybody? Like, that's a big fucking deal. I was in the fucking jungle for three hours. I lost 30 pounds. Yeah, fuck, people. I took a shower. Starving. I took a shower in an outdoor fucking jungle shower. You think that's fucking fun? So she comes out and there's nobody. Like, where, where the fuck is Kylie? Oh, Kylie. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Caitlin. Kylie couldn't come because she's a billionaire and uh, she's running a lipstick and makeup line, and she can't, doesn't have time to get on a plane and drive r- halfway around the world to watch you walk out of the jungle for a fucking photo op. You understand? All right, fair enough. What about uh, Kendall? She. Well, yeah, uh, that's the other one. Kendall's a big time model, and she's walking the runways of probably a high high fashion show, and she doesn't have time to come. Well, this is fucking ridiculous. What about fucking Chloe? She ain't doing a goddamn thing. <laughs> well, according to Chloe, you haven't talked to her in seven years because. Um, so then, Kim, fuck Cam, fuck Cam. Uh, nobody's coming. Mm-hmm. Sophia's not even. Sophia was waiting back at the hotel room. So fuck. So he, she, she, she uh, Caitlin. I get all these names fucking confused. Caitlin finally says something like on her Instagram, like, and then I went back to the hotel room and guess where I had a great surprise. Sophia was in the hotel room. Well, no shit. Sophia's in the hotel room. Sophia's got nothing You're the to do. only thing yeah, that's Sophia keeping Sophia relevant. Fucking, yeah, Sophia was dying to fucking get to that. And, you're, and you think Sophia, that fucking bitch, would have said, get me to the fucking jungle and to see my, see my lover. To see my 58-year-old age difference husband Boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the Wife. fuck, 
Why? Partner, no, partner. That, no. Here's the deal. What they've recently said is they have zero sex. There's no sex going on between them at all. Oh, that's Nothing. weird. I know. I thought but it was going to be just rampant. Fri- just friends. Strictly platonic. Just this friends. So, but anyway. Well, so, no wonder they didn't come get, she didn't come get you in the jungle. You're not giving it to came, her. She came, but, oh, but when it stayed in the hotel room. Yeah, but I mean, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so then, so Sophia finally gets back. I mean, uh, 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 Caitlin finally gets back to the hotel room and has Sophia and they have some champagne or some fucking let's party. And and then and then Caitlin has a couple of glasses of champagne and gets Goes on the phone. Bed. No, gets on the uh. phone and fucking starts screaming at all the Kardashians. And they're not picking up, so you just leaving you know long winded messages. And then another fucking thing, Kim, and your fucking big ass. I was there when you're fucking. You were fucking eleven, and that cr- fucking O.J. Simpson lawyer father was watching around. I was there to fucking. To, uh, to calm you through that Ray J tape, you fuck. Where were you when I walked out of the jungle in my culottes, you fuck? <laughs> I, I was, a little, I felt a little sad. And then, of course, in in what you have, they got the camera on this Caitlyn twenty four hours a day in the jungle, right? So uh, Caitlyn's fucking yapping because Caitlyn loves to talk. I, now, so then Caitlyn starts telling the story about. Robert Kardashian and the OJ trial and all of this. Now I have to tell you this little story backstory about this. I was working with Bruce at one time on Chelsea lately. We used to do a bunch of things. together. I know I've said this before. We used to do a bunch of things together on Chelsea lately. One of the things we were doing was I used to play Bruce Jenner on the show and Bruce Jenner actually came, said he was going to sue me for stealing his likeness. Is that a joke? or It was was a joke. We did like a fake thing where we went to court. Chelsea was the judge and we went to court and and, and both uh, Bruce and I came into the courtroom in our uh, wearing the 1976 Olympic outfit. We both had it on. (laughs) It was pretty fun. And he says, I I don't want him playing me and we go back and forth. So we had a lot, we we shot all day for 10, 8, 10 hours, whatever. And we had a lot of breaks and Bruce was a great guy. He had, you know, he had a lot of great stories, loves to talk, loves to be the center of like attention. So we're all gathered around and he's just, you know, pontificating about life, telling great stories. He's got great stories. The guy's had an interesting life. So he tells this story that he tells on, on, uh, um, on I'm the celebrity show. get me out. He tells this Robert Kardashian story to us. Uh, even more details than he tells on this show. Okay. Maybe they, over the years, they've told him not to say certain things. But we got some real good juice you got that dirt. on this shit. Yeah, it was pretty wild. I don't know if I want to say some of it, but we heard like some things. Anyway, he tells this story. So now the Kardashians are real pissed off at him because that's the, that's their father, Robert Kardashian, the lawyer who's now dead. He died of cancer years ago. But that is Kim, Courtney, and Chloe. Chloe's father, and they say... Fuck you, Bruce. Don't talk shit about what my about father. the bro- the son? Robert. Oh, and him yeah, and yeah, Robert. Yeah. yeah, that's right. The fourth. Yeah. Uh, Who? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the way he like he. But he, he he's he, like the luckiest. He doesn't no really want. Yeah, him. he doesn't want in the spotlight. He tried mm. it for a little while. He got fat, and everyone made fun of him. He's fat. And he's like, I'm gonna try and lose weight, and he did. He went on death. Well, he's like, stars. see, it's not fun. exactly. And he does, he's not getting anything done. You can't do anything to him. What do you do? F- yeah. Stuff a fucking big fat ass on him. He looked ridiculous. <laughs> So he goes on. He goes on the the dancing with the stars. Thinks he's gonna lose a couple pounds. He does lose a few pounds, but then he's obviously got some sort of you know eating issues. He goes right back to being a big, and then he tra- starts a sock collection, a line of socks, the Robert Kardashian line of socks, as if you know you're gonna go. That's what ah, you socks. You know what I need is a Robert Kardashian sock. These socks. Well, for I'm all wearing, the dancing, I'm yeah, doing. these socks I'm wearing, I'm not getting it done. I need a Kardashian sock. But that it's the, kind of the only business that they've they've 
ventured into that seemed to have failed. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's fucking booming. I don't know. I, I don't have any Robert Kardashian stuff. Oh, you mean Haynes, Chris? Right. Whatever. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, that's a, we all know what happened to Robert Kardashian. The, 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 so that, that's one of the reasons they say they didn't come to see Caitlyn out of the jungle. Oh, it's because he was, or because she spread the gossip. Yeah, she yeah. talked shit about their father, and, and, and this, they always told him, "Don't talk shit about our father. You're the stepfather. You're not the you fucking. You're not that. Robert Kardashian." Mm. And they have, you know, he was their father. Who, you know, looked like a sweet guy in like videos. I'm you sure he's a great father. Yeah. yeah, you know, but he got he got caught up in the fucking OJ shit. He and you know, say what you want about. Robert Kardashian, he had a job to do. The guy's a lawyer. A lot of times as a lawyer- a damn good job he did. A lot of times as a lawyer, you got to defend some fucking scumbags, you know? So he had to defend this guy who was also his friend. And so he got caught up in it. Like, you know, in the end, they said he didn't even believe that he was not guilty, but he- What's he going to do? Can I, I'll just ask, just because I, so the details, are they good? They were good. Is it a good story? But it was good because it, it, it was details about how they hated each other, uh, oh. uh, uh, Bruce and, and Robert Kardashian. And they were like, you know, because he married Chris, Bruce married Chris, Robert Kardashian would come over to the house, pick up the kids. And they were like, almost like fist fights between the two of them. Like, fuck you, Kardashian. Because Bruce would beat the shit out of Robert Kardashian. Yeah, he's an athlete. Yeah, and he, he was a little guy. And so there was some, there was some fuck, almost came to blows a few times mm. according to my dear friend Bruce Jenner anyway now I've given you two back behind the scenes fucking gems I've given you a behind the scenes of Caitlin or Bruce and I've given you a Stasi Schroeder you've probably Dude. known both of those stories but there you go that's from my perspective that was my that was my Christmas gift to all of you beautiful we're wrapping it up this is it this is the end of the year man thank you all by the way for the Christmas cards we got a ton I got a ton of Christmas cards at the house Alex, I even got a couple Alex, thank you thank you yeah. some people uh, we, they know who they are we'll, we'll shout them out maybe a little bit later but uh, they sent Alex Chipotle gift cards guac this money this guy's gonna go and you know he loves Chipotle so they're gonna he's gonna go and have a, a you know dinner on on, uh, on Brit Savage she sent to Alex a, a, a gift card uh, she's the one woman who sings the theme song of, of this uh, podcast you you always hear it Co- uh, cover to cover yeah that is Brit anyway Brit's great she lives in Nashville and I've mentioned her before she sent us she sent me a lovely mug oh nice that said um get a, a sellable skill in the marketplace and it <laughs> yes. had pictures of uh who's the little uh the, the, the oh, fuck now I'm gonna forget her name god damn it I'm the worst with names the the uh, the little black girl who's uh, and you wouldn't you're not gonna know it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Fuck. Anyway, she's real cute. That'll come to me in a second. Um, but yes, Brit Savage, Sarah Jane. I would like to say thank you as well. Thank you guys. And a bunch of others. Happy we got, I got holidays. A bunch of like cards, and it was real sweet. It's always nice to get Christmas cards, and so it's Christmas time of season, and uh, that's so. Now we, you know, we because it's the end of the decade. They're doing like decade, you know, best songs of the decade, best mm. movies. They just came out with the Golden Globe nominations. And, you know, so that that's all whatever movies you're into. You know, it's the ones that everybody thought was going to get nominated. The for the year or for the decade? Story. No, this is for the year. This okay. is for the year. Um, and so songs of the decade. Uh, the, we, Billboard magazine came out with their best number one songs of the decade. Here they are. These are the number one songs of the 2010s. Uh, number three, the number three song of 2010s, 2010s is 
Blurred Lines by Robin Thick. Blurred Lines by Robin Thick. That video, if you don't, if you remember, has the, the there was it was it's what launched her, Emily Richardowski. She is in that video. She was topless, depending upon what uh, version you choose to watch. There was two versions. If you watch the the right yeah, one, her Pharrell and uh, and Robin Thick. Blurred Lines. Uh, it was a terrible song. But it was also a good song. But it was it, also it was, played everywhere. Yeah, and I forever. remember it was a good time in my life. I was partying in the Hamptons that summer, and it was on every 30 seconds, along with that song by Daft Punk. Uh, we're going to stay up all night. We're going to uh, up all night, looking to get lucky. Oh, yeah, get, we're up that? all Yeah, yeah looking yeah. to get that. They came out around the same time, and that was a good summer for me. I was drinking Bud Light Limes at the time. You know, that was a hot drink. That was that. That but was like, it, man. As long as it was cold. If it, it, as soon as it got warm, it tasted like a Windex. It was <laughs> fucking awful. Pledge, whatever that fucking sh- lemon shit is that got dust off your tables. Uh, number two. You want to hear the number two song? What's number two? Number two song is LMFAO, the Party Rock Anthem. Ooh, ooh, yeah, Alex got it up. Number two. Once again, it's a terrible song, but it's also a fucking good song. I think they're ready for those low-rise jeans, though, too. Yeah, now what happened to these guys? I was on a plane with them once, and I had no idea who they were, but people were freaking out. Yeah, I don't know. I have no I feel Red like Foo was his name. They, Red Foo, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. Party Rock is in the house tonight. Number two of the Everybody's decade. Everybody's going to have a good time. Yeah, see, I, that's what I said. We're going to look back on this decade, and I don't know if we're going to love it. We're going to be like, that was number two? Yeah, uh, well, here comes number one. Number you ready 40. for number one, everybody? You probably can guess it. Uh, it was huge. It was huge. It was. Uh, it's by Bruno Mars. Called Uptown Funk. Uh, it was a great song when we first heard it. Come on, you must admit. I mean, still every fucking aunt and, and, and grandma got up during the wedding when this one came on, no matter who you were. Believe me, just watch. You could have fun at this one. Or any of the two, three we just played. So, obviously, you know, I play a, I play a lot. Like I work, I'm a sound guy. I play a lot of yeah. songs every time. If I play this for like just like when people are seating and hanging out, uh-huh. it always gets most of the room just tapping and tapping. excited and happy. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, this one I think will have. You'll look back on this one fondly. Yeah, I hope. I think I, I do. As long as as long as Bruno Mars doesn't like kill his wife uh, or anything. Ta- no, I, I, yeah, he doesn't seem to. Yeah. All right. Beautiful, Good. man. There we are, everybody. Those are the top 10 Bruno songs Mars, Mark Bronson. the decade. Now, just for fun, uh, I like to look up, as we do on this podcast, I like to look up the top 10 songs of the decade from 1970 to 1960 to 70 or 70 to 80? No, 70 to 80. Okay. 1970, 1980. The 1970s, uh, let's look up the, the, number, the number one songs of the 70s. Um. Hold on, shit, fuck. While you're doing that, would you like a uh, would you like some uh, HollywoodReporter.com worst movies of the decade? Worst uh, movies? one hundred percent, I would. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Oh on yeah, there. but that was like yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Cowboys and Aliens. Okay. The Emoji Movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, yeah. These all make sense to they're, me. They're saying all all three of the Fifty Shades. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. 
They're saying all three. Now, this is a given. I didn't know there were three. They're saying all three of the human centipede movies. You know what these are? they eat each other's assholes. Yeah, where they like sew asses to mouth. I mean, yeah. The Last Airbender, and this one upsets me. Uh, I'm a fond, I love this movie, Movie 43. It's, I don't even know what that is. It's a sketch movie with a huge cast, oh, uh, and it's really ridiculous I do sketches. Remember that. Yeah. Might be able to catch on Netflix. It's I think it's worth the watch. But okay, yeah. Well, it's the I worst kind movies. of agree with all of those. Yeah, um, not a bad list. Would you like to hear the number one songs of the seventies? Now, the decade, and you can see if you can get these up, Alex. As as we as we go as, as we're we go down. going. Okay, according to this, uh, number three, according to this this. Um, Number three is Casey and the Sunshine Band, Shake, 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 Shake Your Groove Thing, Shake Your Groove Thing, Shake, Shake, Shake. This is according to... Oh, yeah. See, not much different than Bruno Mars's Uptown Pretty Funk. much Blurred Lines. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Actually, Blurred Lines. Didn't yeah. they get in trouble for stealing a song? Not bad. Give yourself a chance, Chris. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I believe we haven't played this one on the podcast before, but this is number two we've played on the podcast before. It's a little something by Andy Gibb. It's called Shadow Dancing. We've definitely played this on the podcast. Andy Gibb, hot as fuck. Andy Gibb had a great head of hair, died of, uh, I think, cocaine overdose, dating Victoria Principal. Dancing. According to uh, Billboard magazine, this is the number two song of the decade of the 70s. 70s. And the number one song of the decade of the 70s is, uh, is I mean, I th- this nothing encaps- encapsula- encapsulates the 70s quite like this song. It's by a little band called The Village People. And the song that encapsulates the uh, 70s more than anything, according to Billboard magazine, is uh, YMCA. Timestamp perfect. Timestamp perfectly. So, in the end, of, as we end the decade, 2010s, uh, we say goodbye to Blurred Lines. We say goodbye to Party Rock Anthem. We say goodbye to Uptown Funk. We say goodbye to a lot of things. We say goodbye to the lead singer of Roxette. She just died of cancer. It's a sad story. Uh, you remember her? She had a couple of hits. She just passed. So, rest in peace to the lead singer of Roxette. I think everyone from Village People is still alive. Wow. I think so. I could be wrong, but I think the I think the five guys are, are, are still alive. Maybe the black guy just died. Uh, he was you the one. Say that I think anymore. he was the one straight one in the, in the entire bunch. I think he was. I believe the, the 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 lead singer of whatever he was, the guy who played the cop. The cop, yeah. The black guy. Uh, he was at one time married to Felicia Rashad, the mother on the Cosby Show. From Victor the, Willis. Yeah, Victor Willis. I think he passed, didn't he? Um, it's. I don't believe so. No. Still no. Alive? Not according to Wikipedia. He's still kicking. Fantastic. It's fun to stay, stay, man. Well, let me just say this, everybody, as we wrap up the year. We have another one coming next week, but I just want to let everyone know as, as we get into the holidays. Thank you all for listening to this podcast for a year. I have had an absolute blast doing it. I'm going to make this like one of those year-end cards. You know how your family sends you the year-end card mm-hmm. and they tell you what the year, the family's done throughout the year? Let it be this. Let it be this. We were going to do like a best of. We'll probably still do it. We might do a best of episode a where, where, where we have some. But I'd have to, I have to look. You guys sent me a lot of good ideas on, on the Facebook page. and But now I have to go find them. We could even. Uh, That's hard. We could even take those stories and do it. Where are they now? And a lot of. 
lot some of updates. the as you if you listen to this podcast on a regular basis, you realize that a lot of the things I talk about just kind of meander along. There's really no beginning or end. So I don't know where I would end and begin some of the things that you guys always talked about. There was a lot of like my my family stories. Like we loved when you talked about dented cans or the you know the Johnsons or Sue Cannon or the guy who decorated his mannequins. In, Who's your in, famous in girlfriend? Parents' clothes. Uh, Moira Kelly. Moira my Kelly. Uh, yeah, all these things that you guys were interested in. I mean, I've, they've come and gone on episodes, so you know we'll, we'll find a way to make them better. So let's uh, let's go out with another Christmas song, Alex. If you can get this one up, are we uh, it's about time for us to wrap it up, right? Where, yeah. what, are, what are we at? We're getting there. Yeah, we're at. Uh, we do you feel are, you people? We're in the fifties. Do you feel you people were properly entertained uh, on this one? <clears throat> like I said, we're busy, so uh, come out and see me live if you want more. If you want more more shit from me, come out and see the live shows. You know where they're gonna be. What? Um, uh, oh, what do you think of this Peloton ad? Have you seen this commercial that everyone is freaking out about? This Peloton commercial. I have everybody. Not. The is, bike company. The, the bike company. Exercise they, bike. Company. Oh, Savannah Guthrie. Everybody. She's undergoing. She's finally undergoing eye surgery. Nothing she did worked for the eye thing that they her her her, her little child threw a little toy train in her face, hit her in the eye. She's been she's been um. You know, putting on a brave face and coming into work every day. She she did the the uh, Thanksgiving Day parade the day after the accident. Looked fine, but apparently her retina's fucked, and now she has to go into Savannah Guthrie underwent eye surgery for a torn retina. Ooh. So you know, I don't know what um, what they're going to do over there without her. I think she can come right back to work, but who knows what they you know who knows. But she gets to talk about her kids some more, which is good. So. That's always yeah, that's one retina. So that's that's good luck to to Savannah Guthrie, you know, in, in her healing from that. So uh, can you tell me all about this Peloton ad? Well, I'm trying to find it, but we've talked about this before. It's always well, hard to find the actual. Yeah, video. yeah, yeah. You're gonna get a bunch of like, so just yeah, CNN going. We're yeah, outraged. You know, I watched it, and I, do, I. So what happens is this guy buys his wife a Peloton for Christmas, and the wife comes down and goes, "Oh my God, a Peloton!" So what people are saying, I oh, believe, he's I, her to lose. yeah, I could be wrong on the outrage here, but I believe the outrage is, "Hey, fuck you for telling your wife to work out." Now this girl, I'm a little nervous, but excited. Let's yeah. do this. Five days in a row. <laughs> you surprised? I am. Oh, it's her taking like selfies of yeah, her journey. Yeah, this is her journey. That was totally worth it. Let's go, Grace. And this girl starts out. She's like a real pretty, in shape girl to begin with. I didn't realize how much this would change me. So there she is. This holiday, give the gift of Peloton. Yeah, there it is. Well, that's what that's the Peloton what? ad that the entire world is, is is freaking out about. Now, I thought this would help. Peloton. How else do you sell a four thousand dollar exercise I know, bike? Like, it, like it, what are it, they supposed to do? I feel like it's do? a nice gift to give somebody, it's, and I don't. I don't really I'd feel it's telling them it's to work out. I'm saying, hey, this is a good fuck. I don't know. Anyway, you I want really a solid piece of equipment that will last you. It was fun to make fun of the commercial. I I, I would have watched this commercial. I actually did. I I'd seen it. And it didn't even phase me. I didn't even think about it. Mm -hmm. Because we see these, like every Christmas commercial, it's there, there's a, a Lexus or a Mercedes-Benz wrapped up yeah. in, outside in the driveway. Santa driving a lot an of Audi. That, a lot of that, you know. And then this is a, just another one. This, she gets a... Remember the one a couple of years ago with a Folgers commercial that had a weird, almost like um, uh, incest vibe to it? No. It was a Folgers <laughs> commercial from a couple of years ago. And the, people used to say the guy looked like me. The, the Folgers guy who comes... And well, so he says, 
he comes home Freeze. by surprise, this Folgers guy, by surprise to surprise his family. And then him and his sister like stay up a little later in the kitchen to chat about oh, the old times and, that, and the fact that he's home. And it really has like a creepy, like they're about to fuck vibe in it. Um, he's like, I love you, sis. Just like, I love you too. And it really seems like they're about to, you know, move off to a bedroom and get so, it on. So I was trying to look it up just for, Does just it come for fun. It, 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 no, it was I'll, a few years back. So I'll tell you this. Six days ago, uh, today.com said that Fol- there's an ad that can, or a, a article. Yep. Folgers has a new and intentionally awkward holiday commercial. Oh, they the new went, one? so they, they leaned into it. They went pervy on that. All right, well, yeah. Anyway, if you, you guys all remember the one where the pervy guy hits on his sister. Well, she hits on him. It's really kind of creepy. All she right. puts like a bow on his chest at one point, and, and then they, they, do look, they look longingly into each other's <laughs> eyes. So the new Fuller's commercial, it's a woman. She's about to get in the shower. She rips the shower curtain open, and there's a dude in a suit washing her father. <laughs> Oh, but it's like a, it's almost like she opens it and they're in her face abruptly. It's oh. like it's so really they silly. They don't go with the incest. No vibe. Okay. Well, there she you definitely go. did just walk in on her dad in the shower though. But, but Folgers is a is a canned coffee that I feel like that's pre ground kind of, thing of the past. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they uh, do people. I mean, there's so that? many coffee companies that will just ship a, a fresh bag to your door twice a month, and you get like with... and everyone pods it now too. Yeah. Which, that Greta Thunberg. She's upset. Be very upset yeah. about that. Don't forget glitter. Those things yeah. are fucking cake cups. Every, every every fucking whale in the ocean. Dolphins are twenty five donut shop cake cups in his gut. A little glitter wouldn't kill him. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, let's let's just wrap it up. Yeah. We, yeah What's we, up? Yeah, so, was, do you have a Christmas song you'd like to go I'd like out to, hear to? Because this one takes. Because I always talk about you know how the, my fond memories of, of like TV in the seventies, and it, it's such a dying thing that I. I mean, it's quickly, quickly dying. So much so that. Like I don't TV is not even like how what are they doing with all these televisions? I feel like that's why TVs are so cheap. Nobody wants them anymore. Like kids don't watch Every, TV. You watch everything on your phone. Yeah. I know it sucks. And they, you know anyway, there was there used to be variety shows. We all I've mentioned them before. Donnie and Marie and and this how do you know? I'm famous? just I'm a genius, dude. You just tell your I this just, is the one. You, this is why I get well, paid the play, big yeah, bucks. That's well, fucking want, great. Yeah, one, you stop. Hang on. Okay. Let me explain it. But wow, I can't believe you picked that up, dude. So this was a variety show. Uh, Bing Crosby used to have a variety show around Christmas due to Bing Crosby. There's three networks. This is back in the days of three yeah. networks. You had, you had you know ABC, NBC, CBS. That was it. And they stopped airing at like midnight. You know, they would just go to a, like a just black to, and like, white a screen and a buzzing or whatever. Yeah. That was it. So they had programming for like twelve hours, not even some in some cases. So then this uh, this 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 Bing Crosby does his. Turns out later on, Bing Crosby was a, was a god in America. He was like Mister, you know, sweetest man in the world, mm-hmm. Christmas guy. This guy, you know, it turns out he had a fucking heart. He was a complete prick to his family and his everybody. I think his kids wound up committing suicide because he was such an asshole. Drunk, you know, whatever the case may be. Not a good person, according to stories that later came out. So Bing Crosby had a Christmas special, okay? And uh, and on that Christmas special, this is the 70s. Bing Crosby, all of a sudden, there's a knock on the door of the Christmas special. And who's at the door, Bing Crosby? It's David Bowie. David Bowie, of all people. New neighbor, right? Yeah, exactly. That's in the song that they, they explain that. New neighbor. Mm-hmm. So Bing Crosby comes walking in. Now, now I mean, David Bowie comes walking in. Now, now what you have to remember about David Bowie at this time was we all know Bowie is now 
Bowie's was Bowie. But Bowie then was, oh my God, it was shocking. This was uh, Ziggy Stardust. This was the guy with the fucking, you know, uh, lightning bolt on his face, the crazy outfit. So for him to be on like a network, American in everyone's sweater, Christmas sweater, yeah, it was like, whoa, it's crazy. Talking and about his son. Yeah. Yeah. They, this, he does. He mentions yeah, my his son. Boy, yeah. My boy loves they this song. They decided to do this song. And it's swear to God, every time I hear it, I'm because, like I always say, usually I'm sitting late night having a little drink, you know, just thinking about the year and family and friends. And this one will come on as I play it quietly in the background. And it, fuck, oh my God, brings tears to my eyes. Here, let's hear it, Alex. Give it to us. This is uh, Bing Crosby and David Bowie. What's the song? Um, little Drummer Boy. Well, it's, do you know it's both songs? Yeah. Do you, have you ever heard or that wrong? story? Just fucking oh, play it. Sorry, I love this song. Oh, you do? Okay, good. Sorry, Alex is like ruining this entire segment. Give us the now. Give us your story. Make it so fucking quick. It's it's peace on earth and the little yes, drummer boy. That's true. That's a good point. So yeah. it's a. Uh, one of them, I think Bing was saying, he's like, I can't sing the little drummer boy. And so they, or one of them didn't want to take one of the songs. So they said, let's mash it up. Let's make one wow. for the ages. And, and they did. both, yeah, and they did. There's Bowie. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's good. Just, I think it was like an on the fly. Let's yeah. do it this way. And it's revolutionary. It is. Reminds me of another time when uh, the band Kiss came and did one of these things. They like knocked on the door. It's like a year later. There's like, fucking, it worked for Bowie. Why not bring Kiss on? So Kiss comes walking in and they sing Beth. But, yeah. you know, that was their one, you know, their Fantastic biggest hit. Song. Beth, I hear you call. But, I can't call. but the thing about Beth was it's only the drummer, Peter Chris, singing, and the other four guys had nothing to do. So Peter Chris sits down and sings Beth, and the other four are just standing there in their outfits. Sticking their tongues out. Dressed like, you know, whatever they dress <laughs> like. But they're just standing there doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. So there it is, baby. That 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 is Bing Crosby and uh, David Bowie, and it's just a fantastic Christmas song. And I want to thank you all for listening to this podcast over the year. You, it's been so great. I'm able to say what I want to say, do what I want to do. Like I always say, some are better than others. We have a lot of laughs on some. Sometimes we fuck it up. Sometimes we don't. But you know, if, if we fuck it up, there's another one coming next week. That's the beauty of it. I'm not going to miss one. I will deliver one every week. If it fucking kills me, I deliver one every week. And it, in some weeks, it has killed me. And Alex. Two of us. I'd like to thank Alex for, for you know being here every day uh, for a year. He's, been, he's come and he's, and he's uh, fucked up several of them. And he's made some of them a hit. Pretty good track record, though. Have a pretty good track record. You, you know, if you were a baseball player, you'd be batting, you know, 400. Dude, that's good. You know? So that, yeah, that's a whole of, those are Hall of Fame numbers as far as sound guys go. We did, you know, I've tried other people. They weren't as good as Alex. So Alex is back, and for his work, he's now got two Chipotle cards. So boom, guac money. That's the way it is. But thank you all for doing this. Thank you all for getting on the Facebook page. Thank you all for coming to the live shows. Thank you for sending us cards. Thank you for, for, and I guess we'll just, you know, if you could, if you have Beth by Kiss, maybe oh, we could just fucking, if you want to come out on Beth. Yeah, I mean, we, we did the Christmas song. We talked about it. 
was just going to give you something uh, nice to float out so, over. You know, but. drive safely to all your Christmas parties. I'll be going to Sarah Colonna's Christmas party this Saturday night. I'm going to see a lot of my old friends from Chelsea lately and a, a bum, uh, other things, and I'm excited about it. Please continue to watch Lights Out with David Spade. I know they've been picked up till July, and I'm very excited about it because it's such a fun show to be a part of. And I hope you guys will continue to watch, whether I'm on it or Stasi Schroeder's on it or any of my comedian friends are on it. It's fucking fun. And watch it. Thank you for all of it. It's been a great time. And I'm going to continue to get better at this thing. I'll, I, will, I will read from, uh, be, Beyond the Headline. In 2020, I'm going to read Beyond the Headline. I'm going to read more of the details of the article. I'm going to have more uh, opinions on stories instead of uh, strong facts and zero opinions. I'm going to have opinions. I'm going to come up with more family stories, you know. My mom was just out. I had mom out. You know the story. Anyways, and maybe dad will, mom, mom and dad will come out together. That's going to be a story. So these all mean 2020. But a house just ain't a home. Wow. This was a good one, too. This is a tough one. This is about a life on the road, man. And I, as a guy on the road, I'm on the road. You know, this is You this, get it. This song fucking hits home for me, man. I would. See, I'll be right home to you. I always thought if, if you had a girl, a wife or a girlfriend named Beth, this is, I mean, to have, a, to have a girlfriend or wife with a song named after her, that's pretty fucking good. Yeah. I never had that. Mm-mm. No. You know who doesn't have a song named after her? Greta Thunberg. Not yet. No, there's no Greta song, I don't think. And Sharon's going to sweep her off yeah. her feet. They're going to take boats together. Greta, Greta. I'm going to write a song. Greta, Greta, we hardly met you because you got on your boat and you left her. Six hours. Making a Swedish six, house song? Six months. Yeah. <laughs> Greta, six, Greta. Yes, yes, I am. It's, I want this to sell. That's what sells these days. Oh, yeah, we get a house music. They Kids love it. House music, baby. Greta, Greta, we hardly met you. Every time we said hi, you took off. You betcha. Thank you, everyone. Let's do this again next week because this one, you know, I was tired. I'm tired. I fuck my, I'm, I'm fucking running. I was just in Rochester, New York. I flew back. I found my on the plane. I, I ran into my friend Jesse May Peluso, comedian, oh. one of my dearest friends in the world. And I ran into her on the plane, which is amazing. Turns out we had like seats right next to each other, just coincidentally. And uh, Jesse May and I were, you know, but then we have we you know we're chatting for five hours, which normally I kind of wanted to watch. I had plans of watching a movie and sleeping. So then I was like, oh fuck, Jesse May fucked up my flight. But anyway, we had a nice time. We chatted a lot about life and. You know, it's nice to talk to people. I don't talk to people very often, Alex, you know? I probably I, talk to you more than most people. I, most people, you know, I talk on this thing a lot. I talk for hours, but, but for the most part, I don't talk to people at length. When am I going to talk to anyone at length? You know what I mean? So, that's a good call, though. Do you talk to anyone at length? No, yeah. I don't think so. Like, I don't, I don't sit and talk to people for hours on end. I have maybe like two friends that I talk to. But yeah, we talk 15 comedy. minutes at a time. Yeah, that, yeah, me too. Yeah. Like I talked to Jen Kirkman and Sarah Colonna and Heather McDonald like, and those guys a lot, you know, about comedy. Yeah. And then it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes. We don't talk much about anything else. So having like a real conversation with people, I'm, I think I'm pretty good at it. So next time you people see me out and about, Maybe I'm in your city. Maybe I'm coming to the place I'm coming. I just announced Minneapolis, Minnesota. Call me and fucking sit down with me at a at a Buffalo Wild Wings, and we'll we'll chat for fucking two hours. But don't bore me. 
I don't want to hear about fucking your barbecue. I don't uh, how how many chicken patties it fits. I don't want to hear about. I don't necessarily want even want to hear about your kids. A little bit you can give me a little bit, but I don't. Their best. Fucking, don't tell me about the play they're in or any of that shit. Only the best thing they've you know. Ever done. Here's the thing. Here's the topics we need to discuss. Like gossip, any type of gossip, any type of you know celebrity gossip. I fucking love it. Let's do that. <laughs> If you have a sports story, I'll listen. I don't want to hear about college football or college basketball or anything like that. If you got like a major, you know, uh, professional sporting team story, I'll listen. Any type oh, of not, rock. Not music. a story of them playing a sport. A no, I don't want to hear about that. Any type of rock music story. You went to a concert, da 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 da. I'll hear it. If your life is in fucking. You know, in, in shambles, oh. and you, you know, you, you tell tell me. I want to hear about you know your husband is a fucking idiot or your wife's a you know awful. Uh, tell me, Yogan's please. I'll listen to that. That 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 falls under the gossip. Um, I think header. So I'd like to have longer conversations in 2020. That's going to be my uh, my 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 resolution. You know, longer conversation with people. I say this now, of course, and somebody will actually take me up on it walk up and take me to Buffalo Wild Wings in the Mall of America, and then I'll start fucking yapping, and after 10 minutes, I'll be like, okay, I've got to go. I'm like, I don't need to do this. But anyway, thank you all. Thank you, Alex, for thank you. not talking to me very much outside of this. Honestly, Alex and I will be uh, together Friday night uh, down in uh, Huntington Beach, California at say a place called words, the Rec Room, and yeah, we don't don't speak. When you see me, don't speak to me because I'm very famous. I was on Lights Out with David Spade last night. <laughs> so don't speak to me. Do not speak to the talent. Yeah. Uh, love you all. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll see you again next weekend. Bye-bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.